Hello, I'm Chris Ferraz Prade, and this is the Vital Compass Podcast. One of my favorite books when I was a child was The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. For those who don't remember or never read the book, it tells the story of a boy and a tree who are friends. The illustrations are simple and beautiful. Um, and so the boy grows up and he starts to, to well, first... The boy and the tree have a relationship. They are friends. So the boy plays with the tree, uh, um, swings from the tree branches and eat apples and stuff. But as the boy grows up, he starts to go to the tree only when he needs something from it. Not to play anymore, not to just be with the tree anymore. The tree is always happy to see the boy and ever giving. Up until the boy, well, the tree always refers to the, to the boy, even when the boy is a man, the tree always refers to, to, to him as boy. So when he's an old man, he asks for the tree trunk because he wants to build a boat. And the tree never says no. So the tree ends up a stump. This book always moved me, and I believe there are many ways to interpret the meaning of the tree. I suppose one could imagine the tree is a metaphor for God and how God's generosity is always present. But for me, there was a mixture of feelings uh, for the tree and for the boy. So the tree uh, was always so kind, but so lonely. And um, I felt admiration for, uh, you know, this uh, capacity to be always giving, but at the same time, so much sadness for the tree to be so alone and always so, like, uh, uh, losing um, itself in a way. And for the boy, the way that he behaves and the way that he's never satisfied... The tree was willing to sacrifice itself to attend to the boy's wishes. And that always, is, you know, it, it always made me feel like this mixture of feelings. But yeah, this was one of my favorite books. And a couple of months ago, I found an alternative ending for Shel Silverstein's story. And I was very curious to see how could someone write a different ending for one of my favorite childhood books. Well, the title for this alternative ending is The Tree Who Set Healthy Boundaries. So I immediately knew that it was a great alternative. I was really amazed by how I haven't thought of it because it made so much sense to me when I read it. Tougher Payne, who is a playwright, decided that it was time to give the tree a chance. In this um, alternative 
ending when the boy becomes a man and asks for the tree to give him its branches so he can build a house. The tree reminds him that they have a relationship and asks the boy to put things into perspective and to realize that if it gives him the branches, there will be no more apples. And also that friendship evolves through time and requires both parties to participate in each other's lives. So the boy could not just show up asking things and expect everything to be okay. And when the tree says that to the boy, an honest conversation takes place. The tree sets healthy boundaries and the boy understands He understands that the tree also has expectations on him and that every relationship needs mutual respect. And so they develop their friendship in a totally different way. They, they develop an actual friendship. You can find the alternative ending in Payne's website. It's www.topher.com. P-A-Y-N-E dot com. It's going to be written in de details of this episode. So you can uh, read, the, read the alternative ending. I wanted to share this with you for different reasons. One, because I think Tougher Pain wrote an ending that makes so much more sense and Another, because I was impressed by the fact that I was so mesmerized by this book since an early age that I never conceived a different path for the tree and the boy. I guess I was reading it from the perspective of the tree being this divine god-like being that the boy could count on no matter what. But in the end, the message that I internalized when I was a child was that it was um, something impressive to be able to ignore your own needs and to always be serving others, to always be attentive to others' needs and, and to serve them. And so, um, yeah, that was something that I was always really impressed and by this powerful tree that could give the boy, attend to the boy's wishes every time. Stories are powerful and they have a complex way of guiding us. Stories we hear, we read, stories we tell ourselves, especially stories we tell ourselves, meanings that we attach to situations and then carry them through our lives without even realizing sometimes. The thing that the tree in the book, in the original book, does not realize is that When everything is given, there is no achievement involved. So the tree was always so generous, but there was never an, an opportunity for the boy to, to develop any skills. There was never an effort to overcome something. And this contributes to the frailty of the boy in a way. He's never happy, it's never enough, he's never satisfied.
When relationships are stuck in this place of one being the giver and the other being the receiver, at one point there will be a lack of something, a lack of courage, lack of confidence, lack of love, lack of honesty. Because all this grow out of the messy process of building authentic relationships. When the tree confronts the boy saying, wait up, I'm not going down like this. It's when they have a sincere conversation, when they share about how they feel and, and that's when their relationship changes and expands. And this never happened in the original book because when the boy turns into a man, he ignores that they have a mutual relationship. He totally ignores the tree um, as, a, a, as present in his life in a way that he could also contribute to the tree's lives. He only goes there when he needs something from it. It's very selfish, very selfish. The process of creating healthy boundaries is about acknowledging yourself and the existence of the other in the realization that each has a responsibility in the way the relationship evolves. This is the way to nurture mutual growth where both parties take turns in giving and receiving, where both are aware of limitations and strengths in the other and oneself, and where trust and compassion can flourish. I hope you liked this episode. Ale Praj composed the music and is responsible for the editing. Before I say goodbye, I invite you to follow Vital Compass on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is just a click. And when you have some time, go check the website www.vitalcompass.com. You can create a login and follow closely the posts on Explore and also the podcast episodes fresh from the oven. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make a review here. You can help others find the podcast and we can expand our circle of conversations. I'll see you next week. Take good care of yourself.